In this bulletin, more charges laid over the fatal attack on Indigenous teenager Cassius Turvey. US actor Alec Baldwin to face charges over the on-set shooting death of a cinematographer. And in sport, Andy Murray wins a marathon match against Tanasi Kokonakis at the Australian Open. Good afternoon, Claire Slattery with SBS News. Three people are due to face court in Perth in relation to the alleged assault and death of First Nations boy Cassius Turvey last year. Police have laid charges against two men aged in their 20s and a woman, and the trio will appear in court today accused of being in company during the attack. 21-year-old Jack Steve James Brearley is already facing a murder charge over the teenager's death in Western Australia, an event which sparked grief and anger nationally. A Productivity Commission report shows that increased funding has had little effect on the literacy and numeracy results of Australian students. The review of the National School Reform Agreement shows 90,000 students failed to meet minimum NAPLAN requirements annually. First Nations students are also three times more likely to fall behind at school, along with children who have parents with lower levels of education. Education Minister Jason Clare says the report is damning, telling Channel 7 children from lower socioeconomic families or those living remotely need support. A really important point to make here, this report doesn't say cut funding for schools where they're not getting results. What it's saying is get targeted reforms in place to help those schools. It really makes an important point. We've got to set targets to reduce the number of children that aren't meeting those literacy and numeracy standards, but in particular those poor kids and those kids in regional Australia. That, that's, that's the key here and the report says that if you're a poor kid who goes to a disadvantaged school, it's harder to catch up. We need to tie the funding to reforms to help those kids. The federal government is working to secure a fair deal for Australian food producers over the use of geographical indicators for names of wine and cheese. Agriculture Minister Murray Watt is in Berlin for free trade agreement talks with the European Union and says he'll fight to allow Australians to use terms like Prosecco and Feta. The issue is proving to be a sticking point in securing the free trade deal with the EU, with member countries saying it is a red line issue for them as well. Senator Watt is also highlighting the benefits of a potential deal, such as expected gains made when Australian manufacturers can export more to the EU, including products such as beef, nuts, sheep and dairy. National figures show Australia's coronavirus cases are trending downwards, with the average daily infections expected to decline for a third week running. Although there was a peak in Omicron cases around Christmas, a drop in COVID-19 infections has been recorded in the New Year period. Last week, health officials recorded a 27% reduction in national infections and a 23% decline in the first week of January this year. US actor Alec Baldwin is facing involuntary manslaughter charges over the fatal shooting of Helena Hutchins in 2021 on a film set in New Mexico. The film's armourer will also be charged with the same offences over the death of the cinematographer during the filming of the movie Rust. Hutchins' family is welcoming the development, but Baldwin's lawyers say the decision distorts her death and is a miscarriage of justice. 
American rock musician David Crosby has died aged 81. According to a statement sent by his widow to Variety, he died of a long illness that has not been exactly disclosed. David Crosby was a founding member of the band The Birds in 1964. But his biggest success was with the supergroup he formed with Stephen Stills, Graham Nash and Neil Young. Their protest songs, heavy use of guitars and vocal harmonies, made the four men flag bearers of the countercultural movement of the late 60s. From the mid-70s onwards, he performed solo or with Graham Nash, and the pair still conducted world tours in their later years. Because the best is just a goodbye children well Cause their father's hell Did slowly go by in tennis and Scottish star Andy Murray has questioned the late-night scheduling of matches at the Australian Open after winning against Tanasi Kokonakis early this morning. The former world number one defeated the 26-year-old Australian in five sets, heading off court after five hours and 45 minutes of play at Melbourne Park. Murray says he respects the event and the competition, so he wanted to continue playing, but he's unsure how helpful the timing is for all those involved in the tournament. I don't know who it's beneficial for. It's like a match like that. You know, yeah, we come here after the match and that's what the discussion is, and rather than it being like epic Murray-Kokonakis match, it's like, you know, it ends in a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a farce. Meantime, Alex Dimonor has progressed to the third round of the Australian Open, along with fellow Australian Alexi Popperin. And that's the latest SBS News. Oh, 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 oh.